0: Today, we feature audio from the Elite Business Advice Podcast with Chris Moore. This episode is sponsored by 3M, Conquer, and PPG.
1: Welcome to the Elite Business Advice Podcast. My name is Chris Moore, I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors and the goal of our podcast is to help you grow your business and also educate you on a variety of topics that affect self-employed small business owners. Today's episode, we've got Michelle Marler with us. Michelle's the owner of The Works and we're gonna talk about how she went from an accountant in corporate America into owning a painting company. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here.
2: Thank you very much. Good awesome. To be here.
1: Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself personally before we dive into the business.
2: Oh, gosh. So, I'm married to a wonderful husband yeah. who um, originally started our painting company. Okay. And I have five stepchildren. That's awesome. So, that was always fun, getting married and two children. Yes, yes. Um, I have two wonderful fur babies. There you They're go. They're my babies. I love them. Um, and then, other than that, I... Went, you know, I've been a St. Louis girl, so okay. went to University of Missouri, St. Louis, there and go. got my Bachelor's of Science in Accounting, okay. Master's in Accounting, awesome. before I went to the corporate world. Um, and I always tell people that I'm kind of half from St. Louis and half from Alabama. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah, until I was 15, I worked on our family farm oh, that's and awesome. stuff in Alabama, so that that's gave me a cool. little bit of the ability to... The jump into the field yep and, okay
1: that and makes a lot that. of sense then okay cool I didn't know that about you that makes yeah. a lot more sense so that's awesome um, so how many years did you spend as an accountant before kind of transitioning here recently
2: that's gonna kind of show my age okay just kidding we don't have no, to talk no. about that one. Um, no you're fine I spent almost 20 years okay gotcha yeah, almost 20 years between corporate and public okay um Tax That's awesome.
1: Which so, is crazy yeah. that you started when you were ten years old. Then, That's yeah, right. So cool, I know, right? See yeah. what I did there. Yeah. That was good. Um, <laughs> no, so so you were, were in the accounting world, mm-hmm. um, and I know tax season is just the best time of year.
2: So much fun. Yeah,
1: I know, right? Yeah. Um, Larry started the works in what year?
2: We started in October 2011. Okay,
1: awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so it was what about ten years then before yeah. you joined him? Yep. Awesome. What made that come about? Like what made you quit <laughs> accounting and say, I'm gonna go work. Cause not only like you're not just doing the accounting for mm-hmm. the business. Like, let me clarify this with people. Like I'm gonna set the backstory here. <laughs> like I see pictures and videos of you on job sites with him painting and staining and sanding. Oh, yeah. And you're right there in the thick of it, right? Just like you yes. said, taking you back to your yeah. Alabama days. I probably totally
2: different today. Yeah. You, you gave me the excuse to get out of the field. There you I go. Actually, put on makeup. There and, you go. And do my hair and That's stuff. So I
1: love it. I love it. Most
2: people still recognize. Yeah. Me. Exactly.
1: Right. Exactly. Because I know um, you're all over the painted Facebook group too. Yeah. So.
2: So um yeah no um after doing you know twenty some odd years in the accounting field yeah. um it gave me a good background but. I really enjoyed being in the field on the weekends. Yeah. Like I've always done the back end for the company. I've always right. done the books. I've yeah. always done that kind of stuff. Um, but on the weekends, whenever Larry was working, I'd take time and I'd go to the field yeah. and help him out. And I really enjoyed that. That's cool. And the more I talked to him, and he would get so excited about projects and just how they were changing people's lives, yeah. You know, because your home can be everything. That's exactly. where you spend the most of your time. Yep. Um, and so it was so exciting that I really wanted to be more a part of that. Yeah. And as we started talking, he has told me for years, like the industry, the painting industry, the remodeling industry, yeah. that industry isn't temporary. There's right. a lot of industries that are, and that's not a temporary industry. And I don't mean that like you're going to have business forever. Right. I mean that in a sense that you go in and change the color of somebody's home. Yeah. that can completely change their day It brightens their day when they get yeah. up you go in and change their kitchen that changes where they have their family get togethers yeah. that changes where the whole family has dinner or right. breakfast you know if you have a fire and water restoration and you have to go in and heal somebody's home yeah you know that is that place where they always felt safe yeah. and it heals it and it makes it better and it gives them a place that they can enjoy and I really really wanted to be more of a part of that that's cool so that was really the leading factor yeah and okay me switching over
1: that's super cool um, so what are some of the responsibilities and stuff you've assumed since joining <laughs> him right I know you like you said you've always kind of done some of the back-end yep. stuff even when I first met you guys and was working with you guys years ago you know you were always involved in the business like you said and that's why I know tax season made that very tough yes um, on you guys and yep. so like what have you kind of taken over then since joining him and been able to take off of his plate
2: so like you said I've done the books I've done the legal yep. I've done ugh, the boring stuff yeah um the biggest thing is, is I have started being in the field daily That's and cool. that wasn't something that was really supposed to be a full time thing, Yeah, but it gives me the ability to understand jobs better, yep. um, be able to talk to clients in more detail because now I know all the integral parts of the job. Yep. I know those little details that if you haven't been out in the field or you haven't done right. it can be difficult at times when yep. clients ask the questions. Or you
1: give them an answer and then Larry yeah. shows up with a different answer. Exactly. Right?
2: Exactly. He's like, yeah, that's not really right. That's yeah. what we did here because right. of. But, yep. you know, those kind of situations. Um, it's helped me a lot with being able to actually do estimating and proposals myself. That's cool. Um, before I had to lean on him a lot, which I still do when we do stuff that's not more normal. The painting yeah, side, yeah, exactly. You know? Right? Because you guys do um, painting,
1: remodeling, yeah. you know, handyman yeah. stuff. With his all craftsman that. background,
2: yep. he can do amazing things. Yeah. Um, But with the painting side of it, I've gotten to the point now where I understand that enough of it that I can do all of that myself now. You know, um, I've set up a program. We actually use drip jobs. Yeah. Awesome. I've set that up and I've put everything in now. I know what we should be charging per room and, you know, per item and that sort of thing. That's cool. So being in the field and being able to do that daily has really strengthened us. That's cool. Um, and it's also just fun. Yeah. You know, I'm not behind a desk every day. Right,
1: and, right. Which is an accountant. I'm sure yeah. you were like, this is amazing. <laughs> I get to get out around other people. Yeah. Because and- you are one of the more outgoing accountants I know. I want to clarify this, right? <laughs> like, there's a joke that, you know, you always know an outgoing accountant because he stares at the other person's feet instead of his own, right? Like, <laughs> right. you actually look people in the eye. So I appreciate that about you. I but, try. Yeah. I try.
2: Although I'm going to go home today and go, I can't talk to anybody else. Yeah. No, so. I get <laughs> it.
1: I get it. It's fine. I, I totally understand that. Um, no, and I think it's cool. You know, we, we had a conversation with another one of our clients recently and they're Mm -hmm. looking to hire you know an estimator slash project manager um and you know he doesn't really come from the painting industry yeah Uh, but he's got the sales background he's got kind of the project management side of things i was like the best thing you can do is have him spend six months in the field with mm-hmm. you. Even totally if it's agree. twenty hours a week on production on the line and then mm-hmm. twenty hours of training him on other stuff. And you know, and, and and exactly what you just said, right? You understand things to a whole different level that you can't teach people. I don't yes. care how good your training systems are, how good things are, can you still make it work? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, right? Of course. But sometimes knowing all the intricacies of how things operate, especially yes. if it's just painting or something like that, to understand when you go talk to a customer, when there's a problem, when they have a question, yes. right? Mm-hmm. You have a better understanding of these things. And so even if you're not going to take somebody and put them in the field all the time, get them around the field.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Right.
1: Um I know that was one thing, you know, here we're recording here at the PCA office and they they try to have their entire office staff come to Expo just to get the experience <laughs> of like what what that is, right? Cuz it's such right. a big event for them. Um just to try to help them get ingrained and have a better understanding of what their mission is the other 11 and a half months out of the year, right? <laughs> right. So, um I think it's really important to keep people ingrained in the day-to-day stuff to some degree um, so they agree. can do their jobs a lot better. So, oh, yeah. Um so I got to ask this question. Mm-hmm. How has working together been for you guys? And you can be fully transparent <laughs> or you cannot be. I'm going to leave that. That's the cool so, thing. You have the option here. <laughs> I have
2: the option. Um, um, no, we have really enjoyed coming it. from taxes. We never saw each other. Right. Like literally six months out of the year, we literally did not. Yeah. We hardly talked. We hardly okay. saw each other. Um, So it was a huge transition to go from that to seeing each other every single day, all day long, at work, at home, all of that. Um, It has been a true blessing in the sense that we do get to spend that time together. You know, not many people get to really say that, you know, they literally know all the ins and outs of their spouse. Right. Um, So that has been great. The other side of it is we are married. Yes. (laughs) Right. There are those days where it's like, I just want to choke him and he wants to choke me. And um, so that's the true side of it. That you know, I would say nine out of 10 days are great. There's that one day where you're not feeling it or he's not feeling it. And it is what it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's going to be part of it.
2: Oh, yeah. And that's just the truth of it. That's, you know.
1: It's funny, I asked that question. I, it, Christina and I have joked about this, and hopefully, she still feels this way, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Like, we both have said, like, there's no way we could work together. Mm-hmm. Like, we love each other to death, but that might be a little bit too much for us, right? <laughs> and so, it's, you know, I, I do think it takes a special couple to be able to work together. And I, I think we could, obviously, in yeah. the right setting. It, she wouldn't be in a painting business, and, you know, we gotta find something we're both passionate right, about right. together, and I think we'd make it happen. Uh, but, like, it takes a special couple to be able to work together. And literally be together 168 hours a week
2: it does because you have two very strong-minded people yeah. i mean if you're owning a business and you're doing it together you have two very strong very you know yep. independently minded people that you're trying to put together as one yes and which is great as far as ideas oh yeah and you know where the business stuff is going yeah. and implementing but there are those days that you're yeah yeah, yeah. It's being married. Yep. (laughs) No, I get it. I get it.
1: Is it hard to separate like the work and your guys' personal lives too? I mean, you know, I I always like to ask that for like spouses that work together it's like, okay, you go to work together, you Mm -hmm. go home together. Is it hard to have that divide there to know when it's work time and when it's like not work time? It is. Um,
2: I've heard several other people be like, okay, well you have to have like that dividing line. But that's very difficult when, you know, you're sitting at home, you might be watching TV on your off time. You're like, I've got this idea, you know, or, oh, shoot, we have this thing at this client that we're trying to figure out, you know, that kind of thing. It can be very difficult. Um, One thing that I have made sure is that we have vacations. We go on vacation and (laughs) it's funny because being in tax for so long, I have this ability to completely shut my brain off, which most people like. Can't I be- don't know can't believe I,
1: yeah. I can't even imagine what exactly that would be. I Most can't imagine like, how amazing that would be honestly <laughs> but yeah it
2: drives Larry insane that yeah. I can completely shut everything off and just be on vacation that's awesome it drives him nuts teach, so, me,
1: teach me your ways over
2: the years I've like tried yeah. to like at least get him to a relaxation point yep. he has so many ideas all the time and is constantly going 110 percent. Right. To even get him to sit down and just relax is difficult. And that's one thing where vacations is huge. So yeah. I've made sure we have to at least take some time. Whether it's a week-long vacation, a weekend vacation, Something. we have to get away. Yep. Um, so that's one of those things that we have kind of yeah. decided
1: to, that's k- awesome. to
2: keep a little bit of a separation. Yeah, no, that's good.
1: Well, I think you need to. and I mean, I, I can very much relate to him on that. Like, yeah. I am the person that's like, go, go, go. Like, even the other night, we had nothing going on. And I was like, okay, we can relax in the new house. And the next thing I know, I'm like doing laundry. I'm washing Chase's bottles. And I'm like, okay, it's 930. Let's go to bed. See, no, that's me. Okay. Like he's got all
2: these business ideas and always on the go with business, always watching podcasts, doing all of that. Whereas I'm the other side when it's go, go, go. I'm like, okay, I have downtime. Now I can catch up on... You know, stuff yeah. at the house. I yep. can do lunch. Exactly move right. Lawn. Exactly. I can- <laughs> yep.
1: So I, I'm like right in the middle of it. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking of the business ideas mm-hmm. while I'm doing all the house things. Yeah. Like, or not all of them. Obviously, Christina right, right. does a lot too. But, <laughs> um, but you know, it's it's very hard to separate that. It is. Like, it's and I really think hard. you know I can empathize with him on that because for me, it's the same thing, right? Like, you're always thinking about it, and mm-hmm. like, there's something about literally leaving town. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you go an hour away, but like literally leaving town in a different environment that sometimes that's the disconnect you need to shut your brain off or tone it down, right? Um, And I think there's a lot of power too in like vacations, you know, once a month, once every quarter, something to just recharge, right? Like I've always told Christina, we're kind of in that state right now, right? We just built the house. Chase is five months old. Like we're not really ready to leave him yet for a long weekend. And I'm like, I just need a vacation. And I told her, I was like, I don't even care if we just – Pick a weekend in a location next year. We don't even have to book travel yet. Just I need something to like look forward to to recharge. You know
2: sometimes it's just a day. Yeah. Literally leave the house and go do something else. Whether it's, you know, going to a fair or going to the park or just doing something that you can't get on the computer. Right. You can't sit there and just, you know, have all of those wheels turning the whole time. You have to get away. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. I love
1: that. Um So I know, you know, you said you come from an accounting background. Mm -hmm. How do you feel like that's benefited your guys' business? Like, give me some thoughts on that. I know it has, obviously, but like in what ways can you kind of share some perspective? You've seen that be a blessing.
2: I think it's really a blessing in the fact that, you know, starting a business, I already had the um, knowledge to know what needed to be done for starting a business. I could do that very easily. Um, Writing a partnership agreement that all was second nature to me um doing the books all of that kind of legal accounting stuff wasn't a problem um that part has been hugely beneficial because we haven't had to hire people right you know um but on the other side of that i kind of overthink the simple things yep okay so because i have that numbers background and i'm so detailed right um and i'll when I was in corporate, I got very forensic with a lot of my accounting, so okay. I dig, which is great when it comes to doing the actual books itself, yeah, not so good when you just need a simple job costing on the job, yep um, so that's one thing I've had to kind of untrain myself in a way okay. is just the simple on the job, hey, it took us this long to do this room, yep. these are the basic supplies, you know, what's the cost on this room, yes, you know what and then what did we charge, okay, what did we net or not net right um that that part's been a little bit more difficult.
1: Okay, that's good. That's so interesting. Th-
2: that's actually where Larry has kind of come in, and he's like, because he doesn't have the same kind of background, right. he's like, why is this so difficult? He's yeah. like, this is simple. You it's just so do it easy, like this. just do it. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so cool. I've had to untrain myself in some that's ways good. to not be so detailed. Right. All
1: well, of that. And I think that's a good perspective. So I mean, obviously, we work with clients all over the mm-hmm. U.S. and Canada, and we see every aspect of thinking in a business right right somebody that doesn't even know what job costing is Mm -hmm. no fault of their own they were never taught right Right. all the way to somebody like yourself who knows what job costing is to the degree that it can almost be a detriment yes (laughs) well did it take 48 minutes or 47 minutes larry well it doesn't really matter right like and
2: how many rules it takes exactly right (laughs) like you know all that
1: so you know i always tell people like We want to find the balance between simplicity Mm -hmm. and accurate data. Yeah. Right? There's going to be certain things. Like, for example, I know, like myself, I tell people, like, include your your monthly insurance premium as a monthly fixed cost, Mm -hmm. not as a... Burden of labor.
0: Right, right. Right. I
1: know that's kind of an unpopular thought, but I'm like, but just keep strifle. it simple. Yeah. It is, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I say every quarter you should call your insurance agent, see what your estimated payroll was, see where you're at, and just adjust your payment throughout the year to yep. where it becomes just a fixed cost of the business. Right. As you grow, you pay more in, in insurance, right? Um, it just makes it simpler, yes. right? To where the only thing you have to worry about on your labor cost is your employer taxes. Yes. There's nothing else added to it, right? So there's so many different ways to look at the numbers, uh, but we always try to teach people, like, what's the simplistic way that we can get the most accurate numbers Mm -hmm. that's not you sitting here for 18 hours a month digging through numbers and analyzing every little detail right right?
2: at the end of the year your accounting software is going to give you the exact exactly which by that point you're like oh that's cool but if you even if you take it and look at okay what did this job say in the accounting software versus what did my quick little on the back of the napkin you're usually, it's going to be a pretty immaterial it's be spot on. difference. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. we
1: typically take our, our job costing numbers about every three months and we'll match it with the P&L, mm-hmm. right? Just to say like, Hey, how accurate is what we're putting in our right. job costing compared to what the actuals are? Cause we both know the profit and loss is the actuals that you're paying out <laughs> of your account. <laughs> yes. The job costing spreadsheet we have is literally numbers you're plugging in from somewhere. Yeah. Right? So I always say if it's within 5%, you're golden. Yeah. right your material cost your your labor cost all those little things if you're within about five to ten yeah. percent the rest you're, material. you're close enough mm-hmm. right and at the end of the year you're going to know exactly what your margins were on everything and stuff so yeah. um so i can see that being like very analytical and like okay i need to step it back a little bit yes yep so that's cool um so i know you've had the chance to write some articles mm-hmm. participate in other interviews i know you've been doing a lot in the industry because of your accounting background Uh, which i love to see that and i think you should share that it was a gift that god gave you that you can kind of bless other people with um you know what's kind of your purpose in doing that like why do you enjoy doing those things
2: so my real purpose i want to be able to walk alongside other women um the trades isn't always an easy one to come up in right neither was accounting you know both were very male dominated at one point yeah um, not to say nowadays it's so much easier. No, um. but it's, it's <laughs> yeah. slowly shifting for if if yeah. in a good way, way easier right? Now. Right. Like half the clients I walk into now, they prefer me yeah. there than you well, know. I would
1: too over Larry, but that's not the point. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, point. I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it's really to walk alongside other women, yeah. And it's not to necessarily show them, oh, this is the grand thing. No, right. it's this is real life. This yeah. is me being human. I'm right. showing you. You know just like we were talking about the marriage thing yeah there's the good and the bad yeah there's the success and the failures and it's just to be open and honest and truthful yeah and to show both sides of it Um, we don't see that all the time and I think we really do need to see yeah that here's the good, but here's also the, okay, this wasn't such a fun thing.
1: Right. Well, um,
2: and that one's not always the easy one to share. But. No, no, it's not. No,
1: <laughs> no, but I think you have to, right? I think yeah. it's, you know, there's, I don't want to start naming other names because I'm going to leave somebody out and I don't want to be offensive, but there's a lot of females I'm starting mm-hmm. to see in the industry through the PCA, through right. the pain ed group, through other Facebook groups that are like kind of stepping up and right and leading that mm-hmm. next you know i don't want to say next generation of women but leading women through the trades a little bit more and it's been really cool i feel like even just in the last year or two you're starting to see a lot more of that yeah um you and know that was
2: it, the start of the whole women in paint yeah idea i love um, i love that yeah that we got going so yeah
1: That's cool. That's awesome. So you guys do a lot of giving back in the community. Mm -hmm. um, And I love it. You guys are very humble in doing it. um, And I love what you guys are doing. Share a little bit about what you guys have been doing uh, with some of the local youth trainings and other things here in the St. Louis area.
2: I'm going to share because you ask. Normally I am. Normally we know. don't. I know. That's why
1: I was like, I'm going to ask the question because yeah. she's not going to bring it up nope. and the only way I'm going to get it out of her is to you force you to do it. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so you have to actually Yes. So please do share because I do want to highlight that oh, a little yeah. bit and just what you guys are doing and you know all that.
2: And that is one thing that we don't normally talk about just because we don't do it to bring us I know. the glory. Exactly. Um, but- We are, um, very involved with an organization over on, over in East St. Louis, um, where we help train youth, um, that is from that area. Yep. Um, we help train them in the trades and we have been involved with them for years. Um, they have events every second Saturday. Yeah. We also, with that organization, um, and through other means, we've partnered with Sherwin Williams. And to help give them more training, um, they've allowed us to use some of their um, locations and stuff to do stuff. And so we have partnered with Sherwin. They've provided products yeah. um, and different things for us to be able to help train the That's youth. Cool. We do stuff in North City with a couple different organizations. Uh. Um, where we just help with community whether it's community cleanup whether it's helping to build the community or just general outreach yeah. um, To help people where it's needed. That's cool. Um, so we've done that for quite a few years now yeah. as well The most recent thing um, We are working on is we are working with a mission organization that we have gone on several mission trips with over the last cool. since 2013, I think okay. um and the COVID restrictions have now been lifted in a lot of places. Good. So we are working with them to try to take five of the students from the organization that we work with in East St. Louis, um, to take five of those students that are hopefully at least 18 years or older. Right. Otherwise I got to become a surrogate parent. No, I don't blame you on that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Wait till they're 18. That's good. (laughs) Like you make your own decisions. Yeah. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but we're going to take five of them over to Guatemala.
1: That's awesome.
2: And where they can not only help to build homes and different yeah. things for um, widows and people there, but can also get ministered to and to see kind of the other side. Yeah. That, um, you know, a lot of people oh. think that, you know, the places here that we call poverty right. are really poverty and there. sometimes showing people that in can comparison be yeah. yeah 100% and kind of taking people out of <coughs> their comfort yeah and showing them something different
1: that's awesome so
2: that's kind of our new project that's and exciting it is in the works yeah. um, pun
1: intended yes I see what you did there with yes. that you like it? Um, <laughs> no that's super cool and that's one thing I've always appreciated since I got to know you and Larry is you guys have a huge heart to give back to the community and invest in the community and you do it for the right reasons right we yeah. all know that as you invest in the community we will be blessed in other ways right through business through opportunities through other things Um, but when you do it for the right reasons you know and not just for the glory or just for the growth that will come out of it right um, it's it's fun to know and be around other people like that and I appreciate that you guys do that. I know you guys do some give back projects and stuff mm-hmm. and, and a lot of other things and um, again, I know you're very humble and that you don't typically <laughs> talk about it and so I appreciate you sharing that because I think it's important to highlight those things of, you It'll know, you. what we're doing. Thank <laughs> you, thank you. Um, you know, what we're doing in the community, right? The PCA yeah. launched the Paint It Forward event co- or, you know, initiative coming up here in October um, and just to, to be able to give back, right? I, I believe that that's a big foundational for business, right? It's not just to make money. It's not just to support or lifestyle but how can we take that and give that back to the right. community how can we do the right things with it you know and I've always joked and said like good people do good things with money bad people do bad things and if you don't have money well the jury's still out on you right um, and, you know
2: you know I have people ask me all the time well what if you don't have the money to do it then give your time yeah you know or if you don't have the time right then give the money to people who can do it yeah you know right we don't there's always, two resources time and yeah, money pick one you don't always have the money yeah but I've got time yeah Exactly. So, you know, it's it's one of those things. And then the you know, those times where we don't have the time. Yeah. Well, guess what? We gave before, now we have the ability yep. to then give. So Exactly. I um, love it. It's, so yeah, there's always something people can do and even yep. if you're not physically doing it yourself, there's a way you can giving, get involved. You know, a dollar, two dollars, ten dollars, however much. To somebody to be able to then use it for something else. You're just as involved as the person that's actually going.
1: Yep, exactly. I love that. Um, What's one final piece of advice you'd like to leave people with that you've learned throughout the years of being a business owner, (laughs) being in the corporate world, working with people and businesses? I mean, you've had so many different experiences. Um, You know, what's one piece of advice you could leave, you know, contractors with uh, moving forward?
2: Lean on each other. I like that. Don't... Don't look at it as a competition, um, and be open and honest. Yeah. Don't try to sugarcoat things. Don't try to you know, hold back because you think that that person's going to take your business. Chances are not going to happen. Right. Um, but just be open and honest and help each other. That That's is the good. only way any of us are going to succeed, is if we are there for each other. Yep. And I can tell you, over the last couple of years, us making connections through the PCA, or through our local organization painters organizations yeah. um, you know just different things those connections have truly benefited us and that's i awesome. hope it's benefited the other yes. people as well yeah um but it's truly benefited us in growing as not only individuals but as business owners um, and it's helped us to give back to our clients as well yeah. um so that's one thing that i would say You know, don't go into this as it's all for me it's you know I'm just gonna do this selfishly it's a team effort and I know people say that that are in the corporate world but it is even if you're a different company it's a team effort you know there could be a day where you need something and you can look out to those people that you've made connections with and who knows that one person you may not have talked to him for a couple months but that one person may be the person that just steps up and says hey I got your back.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Collaborate over competition Mm -hmm. all day. That's kind of what we preach. Yep. So, um, well, I appreciate you taking time. I'm glad we could get you out of the field today. Um, thanks for coming and recording this. I appreciate what you and Larry are doing for the the industry, for the PCA. I know you guys are involved in a lot of different aspects. And so we appreciate that, that we're all all in the same mission to professionalize <laughs> the industry together. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.
0: Paint Ed Podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education, opportunities, or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.